Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENC. Believe in it, get it. I'm chilling heavy, understand me, baby, this like the boogie. I'm chilling heavy, Done a great job of that program for so many years out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's not, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, it, it, it's wonderful because I come into a situation that is not something that's broken. Uh, Coach Hunter's done a great job here for a really long time. And, um, you know, living up to, to, to what he built this program to be uh, is something that's fun and exciting for me and for our staff and, and for our players uh, and continue to, to continue to build on what he did here. And um, you mentioned it. I know the Southern Conference is a very good league. Uh, there's very good players in this league. There's very good coaching in this league. And I think it's very underrated somewhat on a national level. Uh, but a really exciting challenge for us. Um, it, it, in, and again, you alluded to my father and, and, and the way that he recruited, and I think that he did a nice job of recruiting uh, in our home state, in North Carolina, and uh, had some guys that are, <laughs> are still playing from North Carolina uh, over at Wake, and, and they spent a lot of time uh, trying to keep some of the local kids home, and, and we feel that that's very important also. So uh, just a great opportunity and a wonderful place with, with a good basketball tradition uh, that we're just looking forward to trying to build over the next several years. And Coach, uh... How helpful has it been for you uh, with the new four-hour rule for workouts here in the summertime to kind of help build your program, build a bond with your players, build a rapport, kind of get to see them in a situation on the court a little bit there because I know what you got. Kind of, it's just you kind of give you some practice plan a little bit more than this. That's workout, you know, maybe you can have an hour practice sure. throughout the week. So how's it helping you out with being a new coach and kind of implement your style? Yeah, you know what? I hope it hasn't helped anybody yet because we haven't had our guys here. <laughs> so I hope nobody's benefiting from it. Uh, no, we, we our guys come in uh, in about two weeks, a little less than two weeks. So, um, you know, we haven't had the the, uh, the opportunity to take advantage of that quite yet. We will soon. Uh, I think it's great. I think especially, you know, we have several new kids coming in, and we're trying to, uh, even with the kids that we have returning, we're trying to implement a new system offensively and defensively. I think, um, you know, every minute we had in the spring, uh, was valuable, and I think that every minute we have in the summer is going to be the same way. It's continue to prepare for that first game in November, um, and you know we'll, we'll look forward to that. And we've been sort of counting the days um, until we get our kids back, which is coming very, very soon, and, and we're anxious to do so. But I, I said it before, we kind of got here. Um, you know, into April a little bit, had a quick spring uh, of workouts and kind of getting to know one another, the players and coaches. Uh, and then it was like, you know, it was like Christmas morning. We had a toy to play with, uh, and then your parents took it away from you. We haven't had, <laughs> we haven't had our kids here uh, for a while, but, you know, thank goodness they're coming back soon. Uh, and we're certainly looking forward to that. And, and I do think, like you said, I think it helps uh, to have a couple extra hours on the floor, and you certainly don't want to wear guys out or, um, you know, you don't want to run guys ragged in the summertime. You still want to be hungry uh, and focused when they come back and not beat up. So it's a fine line. I think you have to walk a little bit. Uh, but, man, we're excited about it, and I think our kids are excited to get back as well. Exactly. Now, I'll tell you what, uh, what do you feel has changed most about the Southern Conference uh, in your years of being in the business over the years? I feel like, you know, the basketball has gotten better. Like you, you had Matt McCall at Chattanooga where he went to, with the Massachusetts Steve Forbes over ETSU, West Miller at Greensboro doing what they're doing. So uh, do you feel like that's the quality of coaching, the quality of player, the quality of just the game itself has got so much better over, over, over the years there? And, and so yeah, and I think you mentioned – yeah, I think you mentioned a very, very good one. Um, you know, I, I would add Mike Young at Wofford to that list, who I spent a lot of time with and worked for, and the program that he's built. And obviously, uh, what Coach Hoffman's done over at Mercer, right in your backyard, is 
uh, has been fantastic as well. And it's, 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 it's challenging. And, and you have to feel up to the challenge to take on that, you know, that, that, that game schedule where you're going to talk, you know, you're going to go up against several of those guys that you mentioned and then several more that are very good basketball coaches. Um, you know, it's, it's changed a little bit since I was at Wofford several years ago and, you know, gone are the College of Charleston, and Davidson, the App States, and things like that. But uh, the basketball is still very good. The caliber of player is getting better and better. Um, and, again, we're, we're trying to make sure that we're up to that challenge and we're recruiting young men that can compete and, and excel in this league um, and then excel on a national level as well have the opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. Um, and then once you're there, you kind of can see what you can do. And, uh, you know, that's the goal, and, and that's where we'll be every year. But, again, it's the, the people that you mentioned and the coaches that are present already within the league, it's, it's going to be hard. Um, it's going to be hard, but we're certainly looking forward to it. Now, Coach, as you try to build out this roster in the future going forward, um, are you looking for more high school guys or transfer guys, JUCO guys? You know, uh, and maybe an national guy too, if it, if it fits right. So, and what kind of composition of those roster are you looking for each year? Are you trying to get balanced, or do you want to be old most of the time, or do you want to try to go young sometimes as well? Do you want to just build? Yeah, I, I think it's you know they're all they're all different, um, and, and what you feel you need today might be totally different than what you feel you need tomorrow. Um, and you try to fill those holes with um, what you feel like is right at the time. Um, and we sort of came in and, um, you know, we were anxious. We were, you know, we have a good group of core players back. Um, and we felt the need to, to hopefully address some needs initially, uh, immediately, and then and sort of build for the future as well. Because I do think it's about building the program and the teams that I've been around uh, that have been successful in, in, in coaching in NCAA tournaments um, have been teams that have had experience and they, they've been in the system. And, you know, the older guys, the guys that have been around to sort of bring the other guys along and, and sort of you have that culture of winning and, and the culture of the players sort of coaching one another and saying this is what we're about, this is how we do things. Um, so I do think it's important to have experience within your program. Uh, but again, it's, it's hard to pinpoint exactly this is how you know we're going to – this is you know, how we're going to recruit and we're going to focus on this. I think it just kind of depends on fit, finding the right young man uh, for what you're looking for, uh, finding the right student-athlete that fits your program, that fits your university. Um, and then it doesn't matter to me what that looks like, where they're coming from. Uh, it doesn't matter to me as long as they're about the things that we're about, um, as long as they're the type caliber student-athlete that West Carolina wants to have. Um, when they fit that mold and they're about the right things, um, then I think we'll be on to something again, no matter sort of what, uh, where they're coming from. Now, Coach, the biggest question I get from high school guys and other AAU coaches around the area is about style of play. So if you could, Coach, share with my listeners the style of play you plan on employing, just your philosophy, how you you love to play each year, but, you know, of course you're going to kind of tailor to what kind of roster you have. But how, how do you want to play ideally, Coach? Yeah, I think you have to adapt a little bit to the, the personnel that you have. Um, but I'm similar. My father used to say when he was awake, and even when he was there before that, the older I, uh, the older I get, the faster I want to play. Um, and I want to play fast, and then uh, I want to transition from defense to offense very, very quickly. Um, I, that doesn't mean doing it, uh, you know, irresponsibly and turning the ball over and taking bad shots. But I want to get the best shots we can get for our team as quickly as possible. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, if you look through our history and then our staff's background, um, you know, we've been involved in offenses that have been, you know, in the top 25 at times in the country in scoring. Um, and I'd like to play that way. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, 
running and trapping and pressing and all that defensively, but, you know, transitioning to, to, to offense very quickly, a brand of basketball that I think that uh, the young men want to play in that's attractive. Um, and that's what we're trying to do here, make an attractive brand of basketball for people to come and, and attract student-athletes, but also uh, to fill up that arena that's beautiful, that seats about 8,000 people that we have right on campus. Um, and, and it's a fun brand of basketball to watch, uh, to come and spend you know your entertainment dollar seeing, uh, watching a bunch of young men that you can be proud of and, and represent you as, as a fan and alumni base very well. Um, and, uh, again, you know, like you said, hopefully it's something that, that the kids and prospects student-athletes that you speak to find attractive and, and may want to be a part of at some point. And a non-conference scheduling coach is another big thing about it because, you know, I get asked it a lot too. And I try to explain mm-hmm. to different coaches and, and young men that, for the mid-major teams, non-conference scheduling is a bear because you might have sure. you got to deal with guaranteed games for one thing, depending on the size of your program, sure. I mean, university, what they need you to do. You, you might can get played in a exempt tournament, which still, you know, which is tricky at best, depending on if you can get in, in or not. <laughs> you got to get very two well ones, you know, if you want to get somebody to come play you at home. So for guys on your level, it's just a, a, a maze and a puzzle trying to figure out getting. 13 good games non-conference-wise to get you ready sure. for conference play. So if you could, Coach, uh, tell us how are you going to go about it with the Carolina? Did you have any you know, challenges I listed above that I kind of tell people about when it comes to your level of yeah. basketball? Because it's just a, a thing that the regular fans does not understand that, that you and I both understand pretty, pretty, pretty darn well. Sure, absolutely. It's, it's different. You're right. And I think people think that, hey, your school's close to this school and it makes sense. Why aren't you guys playing? And, um, you know, we'd like to see that rivalry happen. And, and for a lot of reasons, it's difficult. Uh, and the main reason is because you have 351 Division One head coaches that are all trying to schedule 31 home games and 31 wins. <laughs> um, and it doesn't work out that way. It's really hard to do so. Um, but you're right. I mean, every school has their own. Uh, you know, challenges when they're putting their schedule together, um, you know, and, and, and you do, you play a couple guarantee games and, and you might have to travel a little bit. And, you know, when you get it going, when you're good and, and, and you know, you start winning some games or people think highly of you, um, they don't want to come and play you at your place. Uh, and you got to find the right opportunity to have home games against good competition. And um, there's a lot of parts that there are compliment that people don't want to come to your place and play you because that means they think you're pretty good, which, hey, that's great. So, you know, you need somebody to sign on that dotted line on that on that contract to say that they'll, get, they'll come and play. Um, I do think you want to try to build your team up and put them in a situation to be successful and put them in a, success, a position to be ready to go once conference play starts. Um, you know, because really for us and for teams at the mid-major level, that's what's most important. And, and um, you know, we're going to be nine, you know, 99% of the time a one-bid league um, from the Southern Conference, as most of them are. Um, but I do think that if you have your guys ready and are starting to play, starting to peak, uh, play at their highest level in late February, mid-February, late February, and into March, um, you know, you have to put yourself in a situation where to win those three or four games and and, um, and play in the NCAA tournament, which, again, that's the goal for all of us, and that's going to be our goal, you know, year in and year out. And, um, you know, I, I do think that there's a way to go about it. I think there's a, there's a um, you know, there's a science to scheduling and there's a science to keeping your guys, um, you know, good physically, mentally, and making sure that they're building up towards something in late February and early March. Um, and it's just pushing that right button at the right time and, and, and um, scheduling, you know, sort of, again, scientifically to put yourself in a situation to be successful. And following a guy for you, this is Coach. You know, Coach, I spent a lot of time around the NBA with the Atlanta Hawks traveling with them with their, with their radio network team and the Falcons as well, but mainly the NBA. Uh, so I want to ask you, sure. Coach, are there some – 
rules in the NBA, maybe 12 second shot clock, the four quarters, uh, the five team fouls, advancing the ball at the end of the, end of the game, uh, the 20 second shot clock that you may want to see implemented in college basketball to kind of make the game better for our fans who, love, who, are, who are not basketball heads like, like you are, but just the casual fans who can <laughs> stick to it from November on through March Madness, not just for March Madness only. Yeah, I do. I mean, there's there's some things advancing the ball and four quarters and things like that that give us an opportunity as coaches to be a little more creative. Um, probably gives us a little more of an opportunity to um, call more timeouts and, and spend a lot more time with our guys. Um, just because you have the option to, you know, run different things, advancing the ball. Now we're working on OBs. Now you have a different look at what you're doing. Um, but I'm also a big believer that I don't think the college game is broken. Um, I think we have a wonderful brand or a wonderful product that we put out. Um, and you see it, you know, throughout college basketball season every year, and you see it as it gets into March and, and, and the passion that people have for it. Um, you know, your casual sports fan is, is totally tuned in, uh, especially from championship week on into March. And, um, you know, the things that happened last year with UMBC and things like that, I, I think it just helps. Uh, again, you know, our, our college game is such a good one. Um, I don't want to do too many things to change it uh, because I do think our product is something that's very, very good. It's pure in a lot of ways uh, when it's done right. Um, and, and certainly, you know, I, I enjoy being a part of that. Our team will, will certainly enjoy being a part of that as well. So I guess, you know, a couple of different ways to answer your question, but I, I do like what we have right now. I like what we have going. Um, and again, I don't, I don't feel that it's broken much, uh, you know, in a lot of ways. It, um, I, I do kind of like the, 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 you know, the, the game that we have on the floor right now. Well, Coach Pross, I'll tell you what, man, it's been a pleasure to have you on this show. Before to have you on the show again real soon. If you're coming to Peace Jam, love to meet up with you. If you're coming to Peace Jam down here, uh, while all these coaches coming to town and let have you in the studio if you can make it down for that. But hopefully I'll definitely see you at Mercer when you guys play Mercer for sure. Definitely come down and check you guys out, man, for sure, for sure, Coach. Yes, sir. I really appreciate you having me. It's great to meet you, and uh, certainly wish you guys all the best. Thanks, Coach. Have a great day, man. Talk to you real soon. Yes, sir, you too. All right. It's Mark Process, people, on the Boss Man Show. DJ Eskimo saying the coolest DJ on the motherfucking planet. Wicked tones, you know. What? Metro Boomin want some more, nigga. All your photos, video, and voiceover needs. Check out the fine folks, Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season. 
by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night.